Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. Pudding Boys. Silver Bell. <laughs> Six months early. Silver Bell. I don't think I've ever heard that song. I've seen, I've heard it in clips in movies. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the only time I know of it. There's one that seems very American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very American. What, right? <laughs> what I'm trying to do? <laughs> Wait, hold on. What I am trying to do? Last week's episode, I had to, I had to listen to a few bits when I was putting it together. Obviously for the internet to behold, beholdeth our majesty. It's easily, since we got the, the actual audio equipment, equipment, it's easily the worst enunciated I've ever been. You were you were fine, you were clear. Mm. You've actually gotten better at podcast as we've gone along. It's probably because I'm listen, listening to a lot of jang. A lot of jang bricks. No, I've gotten worse. So last episode... It was just in your way through a podcast. Yeah, it is really bad. So I'm going to try and enunciate better. I'm going to try to ruin that for you. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm going to try. Right, I'm going to try, I'm going to try and, and enunciate it. Hit us up. I'm going to try and enunciate a little bit better. Uh, I'm also going to try and stop lip smacking the. Uh, well, I'm going to try and stop that and. Save saving the uh, the day at the end of the podcast. We always eat something on the podcast. It's pudding, boys. We're going to eat some pudding. However, last week's episode, oh, they were syrupy though. They were syrupy, but it was very around. uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't want to make a podcast for businessmen is, to tune into this and donate money to listen to us eating. <laughs> it's not that. It's not ASMR, it's disgusting and weird. There will be some mouth sound, because we're eating, and we've got microphones next to us. I'm also going to be moaning and rubbing myself. Last week was like... (laughs) (laughs) It was freaking vile. That was because I was inhaling those gulab jamun, though. They were so fucking good. They were really good. Thomas is going to have to work hard. However, I want to... I want to dial back on it you a little bit. You want to elevate the level of the podcast. Well, I have misophonia. Misophonia, misophobia, one of the two. Um, I think phonia. And misophonia. So I, misophonia. Which you stole from me well, because yeah, I, I told you about I don't it. Like you decided the sound. that you wanted another. Yeah, I wanted an ism. <laughs> no, so I just want to dial back on that. I just want to be aware and I just want people to be aware of... That we're working that on we are, That we are working on enunciation audio quality and mouth sounds would i like to hear that yes (laughs) welcome back to pudding boys the podcast about everything and nothing every week we ramble on about something nerdy review and rate a classic album in numbers of the beast (laughs) and finally discuss and sample a pudding from around the globe in pudding of the week I'm Blore. I'm Naylor, and that mouth sound was intentional. Yeah, the little giggle at Classic Album, because this week it is shit. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So, um... What have you been up to? I, I've had a good week. So, after the podcast last week, we were talking about Lego, and it's been a little bit of a while. A little bit of a while? 
We deviated a bit, didn't we? I, I went down the guitar route, you went into Warhammer. Warhammer. Yeah. Um, we forgot our roots. We did forget our roots. Just to, for any potentially new listeners, please, uh, <laughs> we have too many hobbies, and one of the hobbies or things that we collect and mess around with a lot is Lego. Yeah, we got really big into Lego about the time we started the Pudding Boys. Yeah, we started this podcast as a hobby to try and wean us off other expensive hobbies. And And all all we found out is that we're a really bad influence on each other. (laughs) And so, I mean, we've been friends for 20 years, a bit longer maybe, around that. And this is the most we've ever spent, most time we've ever spent. And it's the most we've ever spent. (laughs) And it's the most money we've ever spent. So it's a good job that we didn't hang out this much over a year ago. We wouldn't have, we would have had to leave university Wait, we didn't we didn't go to university a year ago. No, no. But like, if we were hanging around this much at uni, oh, our student loans would have gone in the first week. Yeah, they'd be gone in the first three days. Yeah, yeah, bad times. So, last week we were talking about Lego, which is one of our early topics to hit on quite a lot. Yeah, it is a core hobby. I think Mm. I don't have, I don't buy a new set every week, but. I do buy large set every other month, maybe. Yeah, there's some investment. And also, it's probably the probably the most commonality we've got in hobby. Yes. It's, yeah. our, it's our common ground. Yeah, I think so. That and video games. Yes. But even video games, I feel like you're we deviate. Far, you're more video game yeah. and you're more retro. I'm more just modern. Yeah, you Microsoft just shill. Yeah. <laughs> so, after we were talking about Lego, I started getting a little bit fizzy. Started getting a little bit, <laughs> little bit pumped oh, up. Oh, I got that great text. I got the text that said, dude, I'm getting Optimus Prime. And I thought, okay, that's pretty cool. You know, I look forward to seeing that. No, no, you misunderstand. I'm getting Optimus Prime as he sends me a picture of the large shopping complex. (laughs) I drove, it's like an hour and a half away from the nearest Lego uh, shop. Yeah, about. Yeah, so a three hour round trip. Straight after the pudding boys. With petrol at the prices that they are currently. Uh, it's a good job my car eats up the miles. A little bit of an ulterior motive, though, wasn't there, to going and getting it as well. So I, I got something out of you getting oh, Optimus yeah. Prime. Well, because S- if I'd saddled waited... Saddled with a £350 bill. <laughs> if, I had, if I'd waited for me to be near a Lego shop, the gift with purchase would have changed. The current gift with purchase is a Forest Friends play set or something. That it? makes it sound very cute. It's the it's part of the it's castle the theme, isn't it, basically? Yeah, it's yeah the, the new 90 hideout. Years of Play Castle, this is a side build for it. Like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a pretty good appraisal. And if you'd listened to last week, I don't really want the castle. I want to play with the castle, but I don't want it. <laughs> you want me to buy I it. I want you to buy it. <laughs> and so I've given him the gift with purchase... Of this Forest Friends set, is it? What's it called? It's got a real name. Forestman's Hideout. Forestman's Hideout it sounds a lot tougher yeah, than Forest, Forest Friends. Friends. <laughs> I'm going to call it Forest Friends. I gave him the Forest Friends because the I don't want them. Drug. Yeah, the, it is a gateway drug to the castle. So now I'm going to get the castle out of him, <laughs> <laughs> and he can't say no because I gave him a gift. <laughs> I, I bought him a present, and if he doesn't buy the castle now, it's spitting in Although... my face. <laughs> The castle would be small beers to you at the moment with your, you know, exceptional wad that you've created. Yes. I have... We, it was about four episodes ago we were talking about my hobbies getting out of control again. 
it was when he started the Warhammer. So yeah, yeah, a month and a half, two months ago would be about right. It's when he got real back into Warhammer real hard. Yeah. So I I collect hobbies in a way. I know someone that does it way worse than me, but I am quite bad for it and I'll get really into everything. And so, you know, there was gardening, toy collecting, uh, cars, Lego, Warhammer, retro video games, Pokemon cards. Vinyls. Vinyl records and probably other things. It's just a bit too many. It's too much stuff. And a lot of those hobbies, if you go back through that list, a lot of them are aren't really hobbies they're just buying things i'm not doing anything yeah we talked before didn't we about getting hobby time out of a hobby yeah. so lego warhammer guitar for me yep. video game for you you're investing you get the thing but the yes. thing then takes up time yeah and amuses you for so that time garden fine because once you've actually put garden together it's very cheap it's very expensive the first run through but when you've done it you then you're just maintaining it's, and it's just hobby time. There. Yeah, it's all time. Car is fine. It's it depends on the car you have. Tricky at the moment. As yeah, well. it's it's it's, it's trif- difficult at the moment. But oh, Lego Lego's okay. Lego's probably lower on this. You do get time building it and messing around with it. But it is more display than it is. I think it depends which Lego you kind of go for. I guess, and so, a yeah. lot of your uh, mine, a lot of our collections are kind of objet as well. So mm. once you've built them, it's kind of a, it's a wrench taking them apart. It is a bit. Warhammer is specifically Kill Team is the one I'm playing. It's specific. It specific is probably the best in terms of getting time back from your money because you can spend however long you want painting and there's the potential of playing games afterwards with those mm. pieces. So Warhammer, it, it might seem like a big money sink, but, and like everyone that's into it, it's like, oh, it's an expensive hobby or all that unpainted grey plastic, stuff like that. Don't be a twat with it. Paint what you've got and then buy some more. It's not... That's why I've never dared to get into it because yeah. I, I used to do that when I was much younger with like, ships and planes epic stuff yeah but i i don't enjoy the painting no i do so that's that's the, my main thing with it kind of where mine fell apart whereas you like i don't want to blow in uh, it's the first time this is ever going to happen on the air but <laughs> like the um the space marines that you did yeah like, the, the fa- i've got a photo album because whatsapp backs up to it yeah um of like the pro and a, a lot of time has gone into those oh, they yeah. are incredible but that's been quite good for you that's been quite that's like my guitar time it's that yeah. therapy kind of yeah it, lose it's, yourself in it's hobby time the moment yeah so there's a few things the toy toy collection went before we even started the podcast that was a long time ago that didn't even make it to this house um because it, that was the the most egregious in terms of just spending money and it you know it, and it can go you might start out thinking, oh, I just want to collect monster in my pocket or I just want to collect street sharks or turtles or something like that. But then you'll see other cool stuff and you'll be like, oh, well, I'm just going to get this one extreme dinosaur and then you want all of the others. And I very nearly drifted back. You know, we talked about Power Rangers. But yeah, that was my oh, God. Thinking, yeah. If I got Megazord... You're then going to want Dragonzord and then you might Zord, want... And then you're going to go into the Some Beetleborgs. Yeah. Your VR Troopers and then they're going to lead to Turtles... It's a very slippery slope. So I had a... I, every now and again, I get... Not, like, 
anxiety attacks or anything crazy, but like I start getting a little bit fussy. Yeah, and uh, there's too much stuff going on. And so I just need a good clear out. And so I did. I went into the, I guess it's a man cave. I hate that fucking term. The room where all my stupid shit is. It's mostly a game room. The Pudding Boys headquarters. It is the Pudding Boys HQ. I went in and I was just like, right, we need to, to gut some of this stuff. So I've gotten rid of all the amiibo. Almost 100 amiibo. They've gone. All the Pokemon cards, which is a very large chunk of the entire Wizards of the Coast run. Um, and then just some bits and bobs here and there, like a few collectibles that don't fit into the two collectible cases. There are two cases where I can now put objet that is themed around video games like this Master Chief statue or a giant Pikachu, something like that. If it doesn't fit in there, no, not having it now. Yeah, if something wants to come in, something has got to make room for That's quite a nice, you know, modus operandi. Yeah, that's a very long way of me explaining where why Optimus Prime was not... I didn't have to think about buying Optimus Prime. (laughs) Essentially, the Amiibo amiibo and the uh, Pokemon cards... Sold for a substantially larger amount of money than Optimus Prime cost. I, that, fact, I think that was the scary illustration, wasn't it? Like those two sold probably for more than I've got tied up in main hobby. Yeah. Well, and that was kind of your logic behind it. Or they're like, they, oh, they tied up four fifth at best on the tree of hobby. Yeah. Oh, I, they weren't even registering on how much fun I have daily with hobbies. Mm. Yet they probably are worth more than all of my other hobbies put together because mm. there were just so so many of them and they just took up so much room i've just googled the lego optimus prime mm. to look at how much it cost that's how easy it was to buy him because i didn't even notice i didn't even think about it i just went and bought him i'm not a rich man that i've never done that in my entire life Everything needs to be calculated, but the Pokemon cards were. To be fair, though, you have put the work in. Like you've you made the point the other day, it was like second payday. Oh but yeah, it yeah. Was, for the last couple of weeks, it has been second job as well. Like you've yeah, been I've, listing, you've yeah. been packing, posting, I've enjoyed tripping. It, I do. It's quite it, cathartic. I didn't like it at first, but once I got into like a bit of a theme, I set up a little bit of a photo area. So I used my display cabinets to because uh, they're lit to mm. really make everything look nice my ebay shop is premium i used to quite like it but back in the day yeah. i used to do the buying and selling guitars so back in the early days of ebay when people weren't very good at describing things taking pictures yeah. and i always said i'd be a better guitar tech than i would be player and, yeah um so i used to scout around that pick up stuff that was a bit shoddy missed that kind of thing clean it up set it up you know polish it, you know, treat the fretboard, all that kind of thing. Mm. But then take some nice photos in mum and dad's conservatory. Yeah. Like with some nice nice natural light. Yeah. Much cleaner than my house. And it looked premium. Mm. Yeah. Double what I'd spent on the thing. Yeah. And a lot of that would come off the pictures. So and your setup was that kind of And like you say, once you hit a routine, you've got a space to do it. You're not stressing over where am I going to get the picture? How am I going to pack that? Where's the stuff? Have I got enough to pack well, it in? One of the first things I did was buy a ton of top loaders for the cards, the <laughs> thick plastic sleeves, cut up hundreds of squares of cardboard to then put those top loaders between. 
and get a bulk order of jiffy bags in because I posted some of the, the earliest cards and I had to use the jiffy bags at the post office. They were like £1.80 each. Mm. That's more than, I, than eBay would let me charge for postage. So I, I ended up getting them in bulk. So I, it was costing like 7p mm. per jiffy bag. Uh, but yeah, it's the, the photos do help. That I'm selling also a, a, some spare consoles. I have multiple have multiple copies of consoles <laughs> well, you and went, I don't use them. When everyone else drifted away from retro gaming I went in hard. And you used to, you used to do like car boots and stuff yeah. I remember getting texts from you to say I've just found I just got this. a PSP for a fiver yeah, or... It's crusted with shit but I, in fact you had a couple, I mean, a couple of these that are on display now oh, would technically were mine or people that I knew. Yeah that GameCube and that 360 that 360's made of two 360s you gave me. Yeah. And that GameCube's made of your old game... Well, no, it's actually your ex-girlfriend's GameCube <laughs> and my old GameCube, just to make one good example. But then then I keep the spares. So I've decided that stuff's moving on. And this, this fantastic N64, you can see it on the pile of stuff that needs to be posted. It doesn't look very good, but when it's lit... Oh, yeah, yeah. With because the, it's see-through and blue. When it casts a couple of LEDs and just yeah, disperses them within the case. That's selling for more than it's worth because it doesn't work because it's not got all the connections and whatnot. I have listed that in eBay. Don't worry, people. I'm not scamming anyone. <laughs> but it's selling for more than it's worth because it looks so good in the photos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whoever's buying that is either going to be horribly disappointed or has yeah, already got a description either that they've got a setup that's engineered to do that because yeah some guys well, are very good at how they display their shit the things with the um the fantastic n64 so i think that one's going to sell no problem so it does work i tested it it's got no memory pack no power cable and no video cable because i'm using them on my n64 but the people that buy the fantastic ones are mostly people that want to make a shelf with all the mm. different colours on. So I don't think people are even going to be that bothered. If I was selling a grey one without that stuff, it would sell for significantly pounds, less than they're worth. Tens of pounds. Because I think a grey one's worth about 40 quid. It would probably sell for about 20 quid. Uh, yeah. Maybe 15. But the fantastic ones, I think they can go for about 100. This one's already going for close to 100. But it's missing vital organs, you know? Again, though, if you've got shelf, even if you decide to play them every now and then, you, you, just o- take you only the... really need one power pack video pack. and Yeah, yeah, you only need one power cable and one video cable. And the memory pack is very easy to get out. It's just a mm. hatch on the top, and you just pull it out. Uh, it's real satisfying, though. Yeah, it is very fun. <laughs> I did, fun. annoyingly, I did scratch my memory pack pulling it out of that one. But uh, it gets covered by a door, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, yeah that's, uh, so that's what I've been up to. I've been selling things on eBay. eBay is not even giving me a courtesy lick on how much they take from me. No, 13%. They, they are, um, they're sheathing themselves in coarse sandpaper. Yeah. yeah. They have, they've gone to Halfords, <laughs> not Halfords, what's the, the, Wicks. They've gone to Wicks and they've built their own condom <laughs> out like, of splintered wood if, if you're trying, and sandpaper. If you're trying to get gravel or substrate or aggregate at the moment, you yeah. can't because it's smeared all over <laughs> eBay's dick. Yeah. They are really rough. It's, it's I real thought, rough. you know, when they had a bit of a fallout with PayPal and split up or whatever, they might go I cheaper. thought things might get better. Yeah. They've gotten fucking worse. Yeah, they're so much worse. But 
what am I going to do? Take all the shit to CEX? Like, <laughs> get forty pounds. Yeah, get forty quid for it all. And it's too nice as well. You don't want your stuff getting covered. Well, in, like, this scum. is it. <laughs> I I don't so. When I, ages ago, I sold a, a complete set of Pokemon cards from a modern set. Oh, I remember um, that. And it went for a little less than it should have, but that didn't really annoy me. What annoyed me is it went to a reseller, and the reseller is going to now pull that set apart, sell the commons and uncommons for bulk, take out, take them out of the sleeves that I carefully put them in, and carefully arranged everything... And just split the set, split the gang up. Mm. But they were all in a nice binder and everything. And so I don't mind selling at a loss if, or not even at a loss, I don't mind selling it not for its maximum potential if it goes to someone nice. But if I take it to CEX, it's just going to get sat in a, the Amiibo. If they went to CEX, they would be in a shop window getting some faded. I have seen Amiibo like Mario and he's just white and they're going to be twice the price that no one's yeah, going to pay no for no one's them. going to pay for them yeah so yeah. they yeah they're going to they're going to put them in the window at eBay top price yes oh yeah for eBay bottom condition yeah and they're going to get in worse condition while they're there yeah. that's that's the thing with CEX it it Not actually just CEX, some of the other guys aren't uh, just as bad oh but... yeah there's a there's a retro game store that's quite local to us uh, that that just has a window full of the coolest stuff, but it's all destroyed. Yeah. It's really bad. Uh, I've bought things from there in the past, and they don't work, and they're quite arsy when you take them back, so <laughs> screw them. <laughs> They've lost a big customer with yeah. a brand new well, one. <laughs> not anymore, because I don't buy retro games anymore. I only find them. No, yeah, I think you've you've got to the point where you've hoovered up everything you can hoover up, and now you'd have to put your money in your, your, your hand in your pocket. And... Yeah, and I refuse to do that, because... Most of them aren't worth it. Oh no, that's things you want them that badly. Yeah, no, I'm not paying thirty pounds for a copy of Decap Attack on a Mega Drive. It's a five pound game, but now it is like thirty quid. Yeah, pounds. Yeah, absolutely insane. That's a that's a that's what I've been doing all week, running my own little shop. I feel like I would have been a really good shopkeeper. And you know when you sell a lot of stuff and you think like. I could do this for a living. And then you remember, no, because you actually have to buy stuff in. Yeah. So my, my wife pointed out, like, you could you could sell Pokemon cards all day. It's like, yeah, but I'd need to get the Pokemon cards from somewhere. And when there's end in sight, it's quite easy to keep, keep energized. Yes, yeah. I, I Like, I again, I found that when I used to do guitar. Hmm. Like, I used to quite enjoy it. But when it's everyone else started getting quite savvy at eBay, and I was making tens of pounds not hundreds of pounds yeah for all that work and postage and stress and that kind of thing the novelty wore off at the moment this is like wad that you didn't realize you had yeah this but- is this is this is essentially free money because yeah. i we we talked about this on text i didn't buy any of this stuff in order to sell it later so all the amiibo were unboxed everything everything i own is unboxed the box usually goes in the bin. I don't have room for it, and I'm not buying for investment. That whole mindset really, I find annoying because just enjoy stuff. Well, yeah, I've always uh, when we talked about the castle, I said to you, didn't I forget it? The box is going in the bin because it's staying out. Yeah, and do you know what? I I could buy that as an investment and be dead next year anyway. So yeah, so I, I might as well have built a fun castle. And I'll just you know. The cherry on top is that the amiibo, 
and probably the cards I don't even know but the oh definitely the cards actually but the amiibo sold for almost twice what I had paid for them and I still took them out of the box and played because around inflation. with them because oh, because inflation and and scarcity, I guess, I scarcity with them, yeah. but I didn't I, w- I wouldn't have been that bothered if they had sold for like nine hundred pounds. Yeah, that would have been fine. Just yeah. a bit more than you paid because. Yeah. Or no, if I got the same as oh, I yeah. paid, or a little bit less because I'd unboxed them. Well, you've had your time. Like we them. talked about hobby time. You've had yeah. your hobby time out of them as well, which, which is not massive because I'm even yeah. doing anything. But, but you've still had what you wanted. Yeah, I got what I wanted. I had a cool display for a while. I've still got some photos of that display. Yeah, I like that. Now the, the game room's nice. It's a little cleaner now. The trains are out. They're played with. They're on the layout. If I change my mind, if I change era, yeah, I'll sell them. If they buy some of the new stuff, when you finally do. grow up and get a Steam layout, dumb. <laughs> Speaking of dumb, numbers of the beast. Welcome again to numbers of the beast, Pudding Boys audience. This segment of the show, Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and rank them against the rest of that band's discography right now we are working our way through the vast catalogue of Megadeth and this week it's Risk nothing about what we're going to say today is going to shock anybody that's had anything to do with heavy metal music and fandom it's widely acknowledged that this album sucks so I didn't know because as we've stated in the past I only know Countdown to Extinction and Cryptic Writings the two mid-tier albums Countdown's the number one album currently on Pudding of the Week on Pudding (laughs) Numbers of the Beast (laughs) Thomas Lapp was just messing with it that's the only explanation for it doing that well because it was boring. It's not boring. It's very good. Not as bad. After this, though, I really want to go and listen to Countdown. I would love to listen to Countdown <laughs> instead of this. So, I I didn't know that this was that bad. And when I started listening to it, I had to go... I, I was trying... I've, I've been trying to not let anything influence me. So, I didn't look at anyone else's Megadeth Top 10 or anything. I'll look at that when we finished Megadeth. Mm. To see how Numbers of the Beast is stacked up with like NME or whatever these dumb magazines. Obviously, yeah. Numbers of the Beast is a much higher caliber. You just see how badly you screwed it up by putting Countdown in so high. Dumb. But I had to look online at what people thought of this album when I had listened to it because holy shit. It's not boring. It's bad. Do you know that this broke the paradigm a bit for us because we, we always kind of did the whole okay is it a bad the whole premise of numbers of the beast is that they're ranked against that band's back catalogue so this is being ranked as a megadeth album yes not as a heavy metal album and when we did iron maiden there were some albums no prayer that were bad as iron maiden albums yes but they would have still been good if it was a pretty much anyone else really yeah. it was it was yeah this is a bad album mm. by anybody's standards this might be the worst album by a band that I actively now, obviously I couldn't say I really liked them before because I only had a couple of albums, but I've, I I consider myself a Megadeth fan now. You know, I've listened to most of their catalogue quite intently because we're doing this segment on it. Ranked I've gone to see them live hey. while doing it, shut up. 
I, you know, went to see them live while doing it. I, I'm, I'm in. I'm in Camp Megadeth. I like it. Yeah, now I just want to ask you, do you like Megadeth? You'll be able to say yes, and yeah. particularly dot, dot, dot. And potentially, I know more about Megadeth than people who were listening to them a lot longer than I have because we've done so much listening and analysing and thinking about the songs for this segment. It may seem like we just sit here and throw some numbers out, but we do actually listen and ponder on things yeah, we and read around them as well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this album, Bad. Yeah. So we start, what was the first track called? Insomnia. Insomnia. Oh, this... So, go on, what did you give it? I gave it a one. I gave it a two because I was feeling a little optimistic. Like, it wasn't... It was I, kind of... It was a two, I went back. Yeah, I'll, I'll make this point as well. This is the least... I have ever listened to an album for Numbers of the Beast. Same here. I've I managed this twice, and the second was this morning before I came out. <laughs> it's, it's, it's and I was really doing bad. other things. I was trying to clear out my man cave. Yeah. Um, and actually, I was having more fun clearing out than listening to the album. I give it a two. I'm not mad that you gave it a one, actually. I kind of agree. <laughs> it's it's objectively bad. It's, it's not a good song. It's up there with the 502 kind of get out of the car shithead. Yeah. But it's that for the whole song. It's but it, it there's no flow to it. There's nothing there. No, it's chaos. But it's not, just yeah. But it's not flash. But not cool chaos. Yeah, yeah. that was. Uh, there's not much else to say about it. No. It's just bad. It's got poor lyrics and poor singing. The whole album, whole album's quite bad singing. Dave's losing it a bit here. Yeah. He's trying to do. He something gets it different. back, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 This is pre. He had throat cancer, didn't he? Dave, no, that was he? Bruce. Oh. What did Dave? Dave just hit his it arm? was an arm. Ten, it, it, basically, he lost the ability to play guitar for a couple of years. Oh shit! And right. went through rehabbing that, and actually, like, it seems to have fixed his fixed his songwriting as well. But we'll talk about yeah. that later. Prince of Darkness, right? Do you know the bit in Damien by Iced Earth on Horror mm. Show near the end, where it's yeah. like um, I can't remember what he and he's talking to Nazarene. That's, he's talking yeah. to Jesus, I think, as Damien. It's like Nazarene. The suffering you had on the cross was nothing compared to my father. And it's really cheesy and bad, mm. but it's part of horror show and it's really campy and yeah. fun. Um, and it's it's after you've had some really... Damien's a fucking sweet song. It's after you've had some good shit. This starts off with that. <laughs> this starts yeah. off with Dave doing his best Barlow. Like, <laughs> his best Beelzebub. Yeah, it's... It's really bad. I gave it a two. See, I went one higher again, but this was relative to insomnia. It, mm. it snuck a three. This more and it's I less didn't, chaotic. I didn't rewrite these afterwards. It probably would. They probably would have both dropped a little bit, but mm. it snuck a three. And I was kind of in the. It was, and it kind of makes sense, like chronology-wise as well. It's like a bad Ozzy Osbourne song. It's that kind of yeah. cheesy, almost like panto rock. It's, yeah, it's it's very strange, and it builds up like you think it's going to be quite heavy and then never really gets anywhere. I think that's what did me as well. It's it presented was like a very heavy song, but there's no big explosion. Enter the Arena is an awkward one. Well, that's not the song, was, is yeah. it? I've not ranked it. Uh, see, I gave it a one with a question mark, but are we... I'm, I've removed it. I don't think it's a song. It's it's an introduction for Crusher. So there's 11 songs on this album. There's 11 songs I'm gonna on I'm going to really song. quickly just... Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fine. I mean, enter the arena uh, while he's doing his quick maths, minusing one. Um, I've got a yeah, divide know, it, you shitlord. <laughs> enter the arena is just 
That helps it. It actually jumps up. Oh, does it jump it up? That's yeah, good. Well, yeah, well, if you're moving a one, a one <laughs> there's nothing there to it. It's, no, it's, it's not it, the song. It's only second song as well. Yeah, At least they got it on seconds, record. I think. Right, crush them. Crush them right now. What did you give it? Give it a number first. Two. Okay. What did you give it? I gave it a three. Okay. For one very specific reason. What? Nostalgia. Uh, I... I have no nostalgia for it. Crush'em is the only song off this album that if you asked me, name me a song off Risk, I could name you. Oh, okay. It's bad. Yeah. But I kind of get a little bit like, oh, Yeah. The, the three is purely nostalgia. It's not a good song by so, any stretch of the no, imagination. Mine's got a two. There's one fun thing I can say about it. Do you know at the start where it's got these little pinched... They're not pinched harmonics. Yeah, natural ring? harmonics. Natural harmonics. They remind me of John the Fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> Primus is way better than Megadeth. Let's do Primus next. Oh, do you know what? I could get right into a Primus. Primus and the Beast would be fucking chaos. I yeah, love, all over them. I really like Primus. I do. I've got to be. I've got to be really in the mood for Primus. Yeah. But when I am, I think <laughs> I need. I need uh, one of those long cigarette holders, a beret, mm. and a beatnik kind of vibe. Yeah, I need to get. Do you remember how self-important we were when we were like 15, 16? I need that back need if I'm going to do it on Primus. Drunk, like yeah. You need to be seeing things. I need to have like watched a Johnny Depp movie marathon with like little beatnik sunglasses <laughs> little on. Little yeah. It I just needs to be a twat. The, yeah, you need to be you, talking you about you the nuances to be a music twat. of Johnny Depp in yeah. uh, Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> yeah. You've got to, so yeah, you've got to be like really self-important and twatty, but about nothing with any class. Yeah, basically like the, the whole forty odd episodes of the Pudding Boys. Yeah, but yeah. just not without the uh, cool little monocle and Joker. Yeah, vibe. It's so Crushem reminded me of Primus John Fisherman, and I loved it for that. But it in itself is a two because it's not very. good. I kind of enjoy, you know, like the obviously electric drum kind of. This whole album, start. this whole album sounds thin. He was messing with stuff, I think, at yeah. this point. Like, and I, I went back to make sure that I wasn't. So the first time I listened was just the remaster. No, I, so I, it, I went onto it, YouTube to listen to the original. It's not I, much better. When I was into Megadeth big mm. time, when we were much younger, it this was, was still a thin. terrible album. Yeah, uh, Breadline. I'm mad mm. that we don't have zero. Oh, the Pudding Boys. Wow. I fucking hated this song. I, I, I'd i forgotten just how, and I don't quite know why. It's just so... It's rubbish. It's it's depressing, but it's not depressing, but makes it, you know, like Tulemond. Yeah. It's quite oh, sad. Yeah. He can do that. But uh, Foreclosure for a Dream, I don't like. This is like Foreclosure for the Dream, but he it's like his B material from a song that I already thought was shit. It was just fucking I really don't understand diabolical. why you don't like Foreclosure that much. Like, it's, it's just it's not very good, good, but... It is. It's on a mediocre album and it's the worst song on it. You're a fucking idiot. You're such <laughs> but, a clown. But Breadline, <laughs> fucking up. It, it got a one. It was really, really lucky that we don't do zero. Okay, now I've gone in... I've gone for a completely different approach. To avoid oh, this, this album... this the one that you... Yes, this is one of three. So there's three songs on this album that I have actually ranked a three. So I gave Breadline a three. Now, I rank, yeah. I No, I, I potentially agree with you, but I did that because part of Numbers of the Beast is to try and be subjective. No? It is. Objective. Su- objective. We are yeah. subjective about fucking everything. Yeah. But we try and be objective. I can see why someone that might be a fan of, like, Anastasia by Thrash. No. <laughs> Anastasia <laughs> by Slash. You know, that kind of, like, 
guitar sleaze shit songs like Guns N' Roses I don't mind saying it I think Guns N' Roses are shit fuck off they're, yeah. they're annoying I don't like the whole vibe they give I don't like their music I don't like the way they look I don't like what they write songs about just they can go and do one yeah they are one they of my least favourite bands they annoy me and it's there's a whole genre built around that in a, like American like sleaze, sleaze rock, rock. Like glam yeah. rock glam when it's silly is fine but the, just the sleaze, sleaze part the, yeah. the I the don't like it at all. Rock. Yeah. Leather Trousers Rock. That's what Breadline is. Breadline is one of those songs, to me anyway, that's what it sounds like. And so I can see why people like it or might like it. I don't, but I'm going to give it a three because see, someone I... somewhere probably thinks it's a good song. Because someone though... somewhere also keeps putting Anastasia on Planet Rock. That's why I don't listen to it anymore. But by that token, like, I would like, this is a bad example of one of those songs. I don't know enough about those songs. I grew up listening to, a, like, a, around a lot of people like Guns N' Roses yeah. and that kind of, and it, Velvet Revolver, wasn't it? Slash yeah, Stan. Velvet Revolver. And that kind of... Uh, I, I, do you know what? I can't think of the names, but there are, there's tons yeah. of them. There's tons of them. And Motorcycle would, rock. They yeah, sing about whiskey be, and yeah, ladies. And being very... But they basically do, like, albums for the poor posting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I thought it was terrible. Doctor is calling. I gave it two. Yeah, I agree with that. It's... it's but it has, a, it has a moment. <laughs> I prefer... So, I prefer it to Breadline. But do you see where I was going yeah, yeah, for yeah. with Breadline? It's the single. There was obviously something that I'm missing a bit. Yeah. Um... So Doctor was calling a game of two. It just it's just not very good. It sounds like a bit of a nursery rhyme, but there is a moment where you think, eh, maybe it, it clink it on this album, it was more likely to stay on than Yeah. I'll be there. Which got a one. Oh no, that's my favourite song on the really? album. Really? I gave it now this is the problem. I've just gone on hard about trying to be objective and stuff like that. Yeah, Looking, that, that uh, mode, I've given it? I'll be there a four. Oh! But, but there's no fucking way it's a four. Didn't you give I'll holy you give holy wars a five? Uh, yeah, You're really saying I'll up. be there, no, but this which is, is basically like I don't even know. I don't four. even know what I could put. It's that not up a again. four. I can't do that. It's, do you see what I mean? Though I, I you were clutching at this point was, for was, something to not hate. Yeah, I think so. I'm going. I'm going to have to lower it to. A I three. can't even put. I'll be there into a genre. It is terrible. It's very strange. Is that it's, I, the last? I think it's got a nice intro to it. I think. But garbage. Yeah. Hot garbage. I'm lowering it to a three. <laughs> Good. We all through Iron Maiden, we did all of Iron Maiden's albums. And there's a lot of them without altering anything. But you bring Megadeth into it, and we're constantly falling over ourselves. I think like, you sometimes need the other person to say, What the shit are you doing with this? Iron Maiden. But I quite... feel like with Iron Maiden, if you said that to me, I'd then just get my back up about it, and I'd be like, No, remember tomorrow is their best song that they've ever recorded. Yeah, Iron Maiden have never dropped anything anywhere near as bad as this album, though. No, they haven't. So that has... Which brings us onto the steaming pile of Wonderlust. I'll let you right, do I did Wonderlust the same way that I did Breadline. I think someone somewhere likes that. I don't, wanna, I don't want to... Oh, it's another one of the singles, so fair enough. I get where you're going. Yeah, it's another... Fuck um, me, the singles for this album. Wonderlust, Crush em, fine. That's probably where I heard it, because yeah. I probably had the single, not the album. Breadline and Insomnia... Fuck How is me. Insomnia a single? It's not even got any song to it. <laughs> Shit. 
so I gave Wanderlust a three, but I I actively don't like this song. Like, I'm not a fan of bread breadline. I was going to say bread fan. I am a fan of bread fan. That's yeah, fucking wicked. That's budgy, budgy, sweet. It, yeah. Uh, also, spoiler on ecstasy. It's not for me either. But I gave that a three. Wanderlust, I gave a three because I think it's the You're same vibe. To put your head into yeah yeah to someone else's body. Put my head in someone else's body. I think I've seen that film. Um, <laughs> but Wanderlust really irks me. It's it gets it annoys creepy. me. It's, it's like, like oh, a, fuck off. Not like, in a like creepy kind of ghosty kind. No, of, no, in a creepy in a kind of Jimmy like, Savile's breathing down yeah, your neck. Yeah, like rubbing his thighs in an orphanage yeah. kind of <laughs> dog yeah, shit. Don't but, like it, Wanderlust. But I gave it a three because I think think that someone somewhere does ecstasy. Once again, I gave that a three, but it's not for yeah, me. It was a two for me. It yeah. was it was slightly less bad than the two that had come before it, mm. but it was still a low two. Seven. So seven, I gave a two. I gave a two, and well, you know, it started. You know, what I was saying a few minutes ago about glam rock. Yeah, I think seven is the one that it started. And I was like, okay, it started like picking up a bit, and just fell off a fucking cliff. Do you know how certain songs? have like a lot of layers to them hmm. like anything by blind guardian or that, there's there's just stuff going there on in the background there has to be an answer <laughs> in each one but like there's like multiple instruments playing at the same time that's how bands work but there's also like a few like maybe New sound answers. effects or yeah. you know extra bits here and there and it makes the sound feel full seven is the exact opposite. Seven is empty. It's like it's just one guy playing each of the instruments and then Layering it's, them together. Do you know? Nailed it. For yeah, the first time on the thin. numbers of the beast, you've nailed it. Hold on, you've because... said for the first time, you've got something right almost every episode. I know, that's my thing, Neil. It's, it's <laughs> a bit. A it's just, yeah. but, but, no, that's exactly it. It's it sounded thin. like it's a, a, it was like me jamming along in my home, home recordings home thing yeah. to like some poison or rat or not not or the to good a midi songs drum that they beat. did yeah dun, 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 but dun, like ding. me like picking some glam-ish riffs yeah and mashing about with them a bit because I was bored in between jobs yeah it's and it's, then I released it and tried to sell it as an song. album no and I, I would even say for a b-side if it's a demo Yes. It's a demo, it's, not a... It's what we used to... It's when one of us used to turn up to band practice... And say, I've written a song. With a phone recording yeah. of, I've got a riff, does anyone want to see if they can stick something to yeah, it? that's what it is. Uh, time, the beginning. I'm lumping them together. They've both got twos. Uh, these both got threes for me. They're, I thought They're I less felt... bad than everything else yeah. on the album. I thought there was something interesting for the beginning... It's too long, uh, it's but too I long. thought there was something there because I quite, as I said, I don't dislike Megadeth playing radio rock because I feel like Countdown is mostly radio rock. That's my favourite Megadeth album. We know because <laughs> you, you white, you you dark chocolate is that one to number one. It's number one. It it is the number it's one. A dumb album. It's the number one. Boy. I could concede but- uh, Rust. It's better in every Being single as way. Being good, but Countdown's just as good in a different way. It's not just as good, Rustin was better. You're dumb. Well, no, it's wrong, because Pudding Boys have rated Countdown to Extinction <laughs> no, number, one. number one. Number one. USA! <laughs> USA! USA! Yeah, they're both of them are three. Uh, it's a bad album. Everyone involved should feel bad. Yeah, they should write a letter of apology to everyone that's heard they it. They should. I can't believe they bothered remastering this and giving it a new album cover along with all the others. When they did the remasters, I think he's dying on that hill. Like it's oh, his really? album, 
Yeah. Like, he's like, no, you're dumb. It's I really great. Definitely have pretended that somebody else had snuck into my studio and was doing impressions of me for nearly <laughs> an hour. <laughs> yeah. Someone snuck it out. Like, people were going, <laughs> like, Vic mailing <laughs> into the microphone. <laughs> Somebody with custody pants recorded my album for this, me. This whole album was actually an insult that you were going to email to James Hetfield, <laughs> but someone released it. <laughs> you were doing it as a joke. <laughs> you were trying to get your manager fired. Yeah. Um... Where'd you get the album? I can't remember my total score because I only wrote down my average. (laughs) 27, there you go. I extrapolated backwards. Uh, That was quite quick. Okay, well done. Wait, how did did you times what you did by... Oh, yeah, okay. Times it by 11. Yeah, 11's a pretty sweet number to do that. That's not horrible, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 21 was my overall. Wow, mine's 27. Mine, this album does not scrape a two. This is officially a one as an album. Whoa. For me. What did it one, one point? One point nine. Shit. That is low. Mine got two point five. One point nine one. Sorry. One point nine one. One point nine those little, one. Those things do count. One yeah, that's how Countdown snuck its way to nine, you know, out of the one. toilet. No, Countdown actually is comfortably in the lead. No, that's because you made yours a like, 15. Point, it's, point, it's less than point two in the lead. And that's only because you died on that hill. But yeah, only, right. but it would have been real high if you actually understood foreclosure of a dream. Uh, so Bad with my two point four five, we have got a total of four point three six. Now I want to do something here. Uh, what's the point? This is <laughs> Are you just going to change the score again four later point... with countdown. So if this one wins too. This is the best mega <laughs> album. album. Four point three six. I'm going to open an old episode. We I have a PowerPoint that I read from when we uh, do certain bits, so I can remember the intros to things. I'm opening one yeah, where we would have done. This is scripted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm opening one where we would have done um, Iron Maiden because I want to know what their lowest their lowest album was. No prayer for the dying on five point six out of fourteen. So risk is significantly at and let's 4. make it really 36. clear as well that was for them and this is oh for yeah that them. was for Iron Maiden and this is for Megadeth so this is a worse album for Megadeth than No Prayer was for Maiden and that's saying something because No Prayer for anyone else would have been an okay album like it was yeah. it wasn't good no but it but this I reiterate the point from the start of this segment this would have been embarrassing if anybody yeah. had released I, this. I think it's also important to point out that some of my numbers for this, I try, you know, I really had to try and say, no, someone somewhere probably likes this. Oh, There's so a, that's what you did with Countdown no, too. You. <laughs> People who really like Metallica <laughs> and no other bands will really like this song, so I'm giving it a seven. Ah, oh, I understand now. So we're not ranking them as Megadeth. We're just at making up numbers that other people might give it. <sighs> I think it's time to get uh, our co-host in here Possessed. because I'm done of you. I'm done, <laughs> done of, of you. you. I am done of you. Be gone. <laughs> I am the golden god. Pudding of the week. Welcome back, fellows! It is I, 
Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, the segment of the show where we learn a little about a delicious dessert from around the globe, and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week's pudding is the Apple Danish. What, 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 do, you, what do you think? What do you make of that, Naylor? You know, I'm, a Danish I'm pastry. slightly relieved. <laughs> a Danish pastry, or wienerbrod in Danish and Norwegian. <laughs> no! No way! Sometimes. <laughs> I thought you just shaped this one like that. I didn't know exactly what it was called. Sometimes shortened to just Danish, especially in American English, is a multi-layered <laughs> laminated sweet pastry in the Venissori tradition. The concept was brought to Denmark by Austrian bakers, where the recipe was changed over time to accommodate the Danes' liking and has since developed into a Danish specialty. Now, in Dan Denmark, in Denmark, we once called it Denmark for a time in the 1700s, you see. In Denmark, they don't often add custards and fruit to it. So the apple Danish is much more of an American pastry than it is a Danish pastry. So do they just have the pastry? Yes. They, they basically like us eating a cob? Yes. No. Oh. Or a balm cake. Dumb. Or a bread loaf. <laughs> Be gone with you, Thomas. <laughs> this is a starter pastry. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I need to drink more squash. Hold on, let me go. <laughs> Fucking hell, he really wolfed that one down. He makes a real mess when he drinks at speed. <laughs> yeah. Tom Thomas didn't get the message that we were going to try and remove some of the mouth sounds from this episode. Yeah, he's, he's adding his own. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to add some in post. Elevating the level. Now, what Thomas has brought us, it is an apple Danish. I am not sure 100% on the accuracy. I have read that um, fillings and stuff are more of an American thing. But you know how things are. It may have gone to America. Ooh, I'm just gonna, Do you know what? I'm going to move my mic away a little bit. They might have gone to America with the apple Danish where they've added the bits in. And then they may have come back so you could probably go to Denmark and they'll be like no we always put fruit in it but that might be because they've then been influenced by America that's a very American way of looking at things America yeah. taught them how to make their own pastry that is very American <laughs> do you know what though it's fun the I D Danish should be a staple mm. like it's very difficult to have a bad time with a Danish. Yeah. This one in particular is more bready, I think, mm. than they traditionally are. Mm. I I quite like this. However, I bet if you gave this to a Dane, they would probably be insulted. Mm. The the more official inverted commas ones I've had. Mm. Probably always more a bit more akin to like a cinnamon swirly kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The king of Danish pride, Canute, would be mm. very upset if you presented him with it. I quite like it. I'm fine with it. And Thomas has clearly not spent a lot of money on providing these for us. <laughs> 
because I think they're from a discount bakery. All right. It's Greg's, but there's an E on the end of it because it's ye oldie ye Greg. Ye oldie Greggies. <laughs> like I were doing this one as the next gift with purchase. <laughs> I'd buy that. No, I won't. <laughs> I would buy a Greg. And if they did that downtown noodle shop as a Greg's, I'd buy like four yeah. of them and have them next to each other. They're going to release a Greg's as an expansion to the football ground for North FC. <laughs> yeah. If you just remembered that meme, by the way, you, like us, you'd forgotten about it for several years. Go back and dig them up because they've aged really well. They, I think they're more relevant today than they ever were. Like it, that that's just the, the the current landscape. But as we've mentioned before, we're not a political podcast, so we're not going to <laughs> kick that hornet's nest. No, but we love Greg's beer and telly <laughs> <laughs> and Shaz and Miss Gazza and Bazza. Man, yeah, really, really good. Do you know what though? Dane, it, when you think Danish, mm. I've probably spent less time thinking about the pastry that's on, funnily enough, America, mm. and more about the filling and the topping. So yeah. you want some icing, or at least some kind. Yeah, it's got to be more icing than like icing sugar. I want the like drizzled icing. Yeah, I think if you give me a cinnamon swirl mm. and they've only put lines on it, mm. I'm fine. But I want a Danish to have a thick line. I want, yeah, I want the icing to be soaking in a bit. To yes. Be, yeah. And I do want some kind of fruit on it. Mm. I want maybe, maybe like some apple orange works really well. That's how Danish. I'm going to get my five a day. Exactly, you know. Ronaldo says, eat Danish, drink water. Mm. I got. Sorry, it was a little bit dry, that one. They yeah, are, you have a tendency. Th- you were right on what you said earlier. You, you can't let these ones sit. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, these, the, the, so. Mr. Lethbridge has clearly just been to Greg's this morning. Um, he's phoning it in. He's phoned it in this week. <laughs> Do you know what? He he worked real hard on last week's Gulab Yamun, so let's give him a break. <laughs> Thomas worked very hard on that. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a bit silly off his back, so actually, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were real giggly after that. Wienerbrod. <laughs> Fucking hell, it's serious. That is better than, like, Dead Man's Arm or whatever it <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, Wienerbrod is, is a strong one. No, it was... um. Shirt sleeve pudding or dead man's leg, wasn't it? Postman's leg. Postman, no, it's dead man's. Oh, postman's, postman's leg. leg is the big beef bones you can buy for dogs. Oh, you know ones with a bit. You know the ones with a little bit of meat still. Yeah, left yeah, on the, with yeah. tendon and things. Yeah, we used to have a dog that we used would to have love that Sunday dinner. <laughs> Was it Passover? Is <laughs> it Passover? Got like a lamb bone in the middle of the table or something. I don't know. Isn't Passover where they celebrate not having their firstborns killed? Hold on. Passover lamb bone. Is a lamb shank bone or roasted neck used on plas- uh, used on Passover and placed on the cedar plate in the middle? So you don't you don't, you don't eat the it. bone. You don't gnaw on the bone. You've got a plate and it has a bone on it. I assume, anyway. Getting an insight. Yeah, do you know what? It's one of the things I... No, I I don't know a lot about... I guess it's because we're in England. We don't learn a lot about, like, Jewish traditions or anything, so it always seems quite alien. Maybe in in, in America and, obviously, like, Israel, you're going to learn a lot more 
Yeah, they probably know exactly what it's there for. They're really, they're really into their Jewish traditions in Israel. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know a lot about it. My wife knows a lot more. Being from London, she knows a lot more about it than me. Maybe I'll ask her about Passover. You sit down cross-legged on the living room floor and have her tell you the story of... That'd be quite interesting, actually. Yeah, it might be. As long as you've got a couple Five of Danishes to go through get with distracted. it. Yeah. <laughs> you start playing with that. You zooming your speed wheels. champs across yeah. the floor. What ranking? What scale? Let's put it on the scale of scales today. Scale the of game scales? Of game. No, the scale of scales. Musical scales. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So, um... Can you not... explain to me what a scale is? It's... Okay. I know what tuning is, but I don't fully appreciate what a scale is. Okay, so if effectively, you know that musical alphabet A, B, C, D, E, F, G, yes. and then back to A. So where people are like, ha, 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 yeah. ha, 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 So you have steps and a half steps, basically. You have a whole note, yep. and you have a half step, which is kind of halfway between. So A to B is a whole note. Yeah. And this is when B to C is a half. Oh, is that how you get B flat and B yes, minus? Because some some notes can have a sharper or flat in between them. A sharper or flat, yeah. Not so minus. between A and B, there's a space. Yep. Think about like a piano keyboard. Mm. The white keys and the black keys. Yep. And you have, like say, whole notes, and then you have like flats and sharps between. And the flats and sharps vary depending on where they are in relation to the other notes. So it could be A sharp and B flat can be the same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's making faces up me now. Trying to picture this. It's quite difficult. I've never seen a piano before, says Blore, which explains why can, he might like, count on some piano. Can you? Yeah. Shit. Not well. No, I can't. But play I can play also. um like tubular bells. I can do chopsticks <laughs> and tubular bells. Uh the Jurassic Park theme. But not from being able to play, but from Just knowing exactly which muscle key memory. to bring. Yeah. Yeah. That's not really Playing piano, that's just moving it's just your hands. Yeah, it's just pressing buttons. <laughs> um, so basically, a scale is the way that those, basically, the way that those notes are kind of picked out. Yeah. So that sound right together. So you have, you know, it'll tell you basically like if you start on A, which note comes next in the scale. So you know, depending on which scale you've picked, it'll tell you there needs to be a step, step, half step, step, step for example. Yes. And they all have kind of their own sound. So I found a virtual piano. Oh Christ, this isn't <laughs> the 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 podcast is lost. It's <laughs> amazing. I don't think wait, hold on. I'm sorry listeners. That's coming through the headphones. When I press a key, <laughs> it comes through the headphones. That probably will not Come through the microphone. So while well, you're you talking, you just missed Blore's stirring rendition of "Cat Walks Across Piano." <laughs> My aunt, back when she lived in London, used to have a piano in her um, dining room. Sounds very grand. It wasn't like yeah. we're not talking the Gilmore's here, but um, and this sounds like me trying to play that when I was three. <laughs> With my head. It's a very nice virtual piano, actually, isn't it? It's quite basic. Yeah. Hmm. It's very... These headphones might be better than... Incredibly distracting. Yeah, well, that's why I've been pressing it while you've been trying to explain scales to me. Right, fine. Danish is an E minor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put... I'm going to make Danish a nice E minor pentatonic. It's used everywhere. Yep. It's a real staple. So there's some... some 
depth to this. Then. Yeah, yeah. I've not just picked a scale and gone with it. Well, that was the original pro- like idea for Pudding Boys. Was just I put this at number seven on a Richter scale. Yeah, but there was always a logic behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is with this. Like I don't actually know much musical theory. I'm just no. making this as we go along. But um, uh, yeah. So a Danish one of those things. You can have it in loads of different contexts. Yeah, Your blues, rock, Fika, Fika, uh, pudding, mm. breakfast. I'd imagine they're relatively difficult to fuck up irretrievably. Yeah. Um, most things are going to taste good if you slap some icing and like some and jam or yeah, some... Yeah, stick some applesauce in it and yeah. put some icing on top. You're going to have a good Just time. Just give me a ball of applesauce and icing and I'm still going to eat that. Yeah. Not, I mean, that was basically a cob with applesauce on it. That was quite nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was fine. That was close to an iced bun. It was. I think Greg's are having us on with that one. Yeah. They're, they're slipping some bam cakes. Yeah. <laughs> Bread balls. Bread. No, what was the one you came up with? Bread cake. Bread cake. Bread cake. North. One's northeast, one's that's northwest. That's real north. Yeah, north. north. That's, that's north with Mystery an F. bread cakes and Bazza and Shazza. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Ah, no, it, that was good. It's you, you could have them anywhere. You can. No one's ever going to look at a plate of Danish. You know when you go to a conference or something like that? They're not. You're not going to leave them. You might leave some custard creams. Yeah, but if there's Danish is still there as you go in, you're going to hoover them up while shouting "Pudding Boys." <laughs> <laughs> you're going to squeeze like Scooby Doo. Yeah, you're going to have another machine coffee, mm. and you're going to chug down as many of those Danish as you can before the speaker starts talking. And if you're feeling particularly zesty, you might slip a couple in your pockets. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so glad you said pocket. <laughs> Yeah, nature's pocket. <laughs> Where can you find the PBs? At the buffet, hiding Danishes <laughs> in their buttocks. <laughs> buttocks is a good word. I, buttocks. I want buttocks. to hear Jang say buttocks. <laughs> yes. I have two buttocks in 2022. <laughs> is that enough? Would I like to have more? <laughs> available on YouTube on the channel Pudding Boys subscribe and leave a comment we can also be found on Apple Podcasts Spotify, Audible Amazon Music and Google Podcasts remember to subscribe, follow auto download or whatever it's called on your platform of choice so you don't miss an episode also feel free to give us a uh, glowing review it doesn't have to be well thought out you could simply place your buttocks on the keyboard (laughs) We're also on Instagram and Facebook, which is a fun place to check out the sometimes strange piece of artwork I create for every episode. Bye! Buttocks.